Hello, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the TradFi to DeFi podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more visual in nature. John is going to be giving us a tutorial on bribe mechanisms within DeFi. So, John, I guess you're going to bribe me today. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to bribe you, right. Yeah, I just wanted to – this is kind of something that's out there. It's it's uh, people may be picking up on it in their, you know, crypto Twitter or something like that and trying to under maybe trying to understand or not understand or haven't done the research or – uh, what, what that might be. Uh, but since it's something that I do, I just kind of wanted to share how I learned, kind of go through the process as opposed to being technical and step-by-step -step showing you how it works. I'm just going to kind of show you how I got involved in it. And, and hopefully awesome. hopefully that makes may, will make more sense. And it's probably easier for me to keep track. So really the first thing that everybody... Uh, should be familiar with maybe just the name, maybe you've never used it, and that's Curve, which is uh, which is an AMM, but it's an AMM not like any other AMM. This is an AMM that basically only uses stable coins, and it's like you know, okay, so that's that's a big deal. Uh, but they've been doing this since DeFi summer, so they've they've been on the cutting edge of this, and since and and being stablecoin liquidity pools that base that, that that facilitates these AMMs. One of the things when you first start in DeFi and you talk about liquidity pools and it, it, putting your money into a liquidity pool to earn some yield is you have to watch out for impermanent loss. Well, the great thing about Curve being stablecoins, uh, they're all pegged to a dollar. So there's virtually no impermanent loss, right? It's they're both a dollar. So it's the same value in in the pair. So, uh, you know, that's important to know because with Curve, what you can do is say you're in a, a pair. I think I have DAI and USDC on here. In a normal liquidity pool, like if you go to Uniswap and you want to uh, LP uh, a DAI USDC uh, liquidity pool. Well, you have to put equal amounts of DAI and equal amounts of USDC in that liquidity pool uh, in order to, you know, start earning the transaction fees that come from that liquidity pool, depending on the size of your investment, so on and so forth. The cool thing about Curve is you want to get in the DAI USDC pool and you just have DAI, just put that in there. And that's why it's an AMM, so, because basically... You're putting in your die, and well, you immediately pull it out as USDC. So it is an AMM. It, it but it uses its own liquidity pool, which is all stable coins, which is no Ill, uh, uh, impermanent loss. Um, and Curve right now, I think their TVL is about twenty billion dollars. It's the it's the deepest liquidity in DeFi for all stable coins. So it's. It's kind of the kingmaker when it comes to stablecoin AMMs and swapping. And and you look at this interface, and when I first saw it, I'm like, really? Was this out of the 1980s or maybe even, if you're lucky, the 1990s? Um, yeah, we went back in time, it looks like. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not too sure about this. And to be perfectly honest, Curve, because it is stablecoin pairs, um, the rates aren't very high on those because they're stable coins, obviously. But 
Curve is what all the other AMMs use for their liquidity. They they swap in and out and they use Curve for their liquidity. So having $20 billion in uh, in 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 uh, TVL and I, I don't know what their daily um, daily volume is, but it's generating a massive amount of fees, which is where it gets its value from, and that's why Curve is so on, uh, is 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 an interesting investment. If you just hold the token, you don't even have to use the the AMM. You just want to hold the token. That's great. So that, that kind of explains Curve and why it's important in DeFi, and it is a main part, main main protocol of liquidity for stablecoins. So it's not going anywhere. It is where everybody goes if you want liquidity for your stablecoin, like UST, you know, which is obviously the big thing in the news now, and it's just blowing up everywhere. They got to use Curve if they're going to be on Ethereum, and uh, you know, and tons of other, you know, these algo stable coins, they all come to Curve to get their liquidity. Um, so one of the things, the mechanisms that Curve had very early on, which is now in vogue, uh, it's what is is known as voting enabled to, uh, governance tokens, which basically allows you to vote on governance proposals in uh, for that protocol. And so well, you know, depending on what the protocol is, you may be interested in voting. You might not be interested in voting. It'd be like, you know, I don't really care what they're doing over here. And, you know, I, I, there's many scenarios. But what Cur Curve allows you to do, uh, all of these liquidity pools that they have, they use their Curve token as incentive and incentivizes those liquidity pools. So and they're called gauges, and so they they have a set amount of emissions that Curve does monthly. It's set on a on a on a curve <laughs> um, going into time, and so the, the, it's it's the available amount of emissions that they use as, as incentives and gauges for these pools, and so that and what those gauges do is. Um, if you're vote enabled, if you have locked up your your curve tokens, it entitles you to a boosted return, which can be 1.75, 2.5 of whatever the base APY is. Um, so it's a way of boosting your returns, and and that's very popular now. Um, I actually in the in the Discord I, in the meme section, I I put a put a meme in there about you know. Uh, it's 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 that uh, infomercial where there's this big huge tank of water and and somebody punches a hole in it and then the guy has this you know fantastic uh, glue and you know sticks it over there and it stops the water from coming out and it's basically the devs and basically the sell pressure on these tokens because in DeFi people give away their tokens to incentivize them to use the protocol but unfortunately. All that does is the people earn the incentives, they dump them back out on the market and it drops the value of the token. And that's just a problem. And then the main main uh, reaction that people are have, or, or this meme did is, you know, the devs, it's like, oh, we'll just stick staking in there because basically that locks up the token. It stops people from selling it, you know. But Curve's been doing this from the very beginning. And, you know, and also when we talk about... Uh, 
in January, and there's a whole whole drama with Andre, but his his whole solidly uh, uh, protocol and attempt to use this kind of VE mechanism uh, on Phantom, you know. But the Curve has been using this, using this all along, so people are really discovering what Curve, what has been unique about Curve all along, and they're like, "Oh, wow, we can actually use that for our protocol." So what's it, old is new. That's a common theme. Yes. Sometimes there'll be something that's in vogue that was already implemented a while. Right. Ago. And 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 I look at all these, and I I look at these because this is something I'm interested in. I'm like, so. Uh, Okay, the, here's the staking mechanism that this one protocol, you know, I'm thinking about putting some money in. And, you know, basically what I do if I've had some money earmarked for, you know, additional speculative investments. And it's like, I just kind of shake my head and I, I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and put it with the OG, you know. They, they had it right, you know, the first time. Um, and obviously with $20 billion of TVL, it actually worked. Curve. Is about as blue chip as you get yeah. in DeFi. Yeah, I mean it's right there with Uniswap, you know, and Compound, and you know, uh, and and it's kind of uh, funny and interesting. You know, we've we've been doing this, uh, you know, uh, our community for for I think we're coming up on an anniversary. I don't know. You'll have to uh, have to decide what what that. Yeah, we'll have to check the what date. The official yeah. day is, but you know, um, a lot of the you know DeFi got kicked off in DeFi summer, and there were the OG protocols that, you know, there were Yearn and, you know, Curve and Uniswap and Compound and Balancer and, you know, they really all got the ball rolling. And then we had this this second wave, this DeFi 2.0 with, with the, you know, uh, the uh, the Ohm forks and a lot of other things that we, we covered previously in, in an article, actually. Yeah, protocol-owned liquidity. Right, at protocol-owned liquidity. And, and it's funny that these these mistakes people – well, they're not mistakes. They're innovations, and they're trying something new, which is the cool thing about the space to begin with. People can be innovative. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But to see some of these second-wave protocols – then reverting back and using the same stuff that the OGs originally used is validation that what they did originally was was right, you know. Um, so I mean that's just that's just an observation of mine, and people may disagree about that, um, but that's that's the way I I see it. So how do we get? To, it's like the uh, what's that? Real, real quick on that. It's like the Lindy effect, which is that the longer something has been around, the more likely it is to continue to be around. Right. And these types of uh, incentive mechanism, these types of structures are tried and true. And there's a reason that, like you were saying, all liquidity goes through Curve in many of the apps that you know and use. You may not even know right. it, but it's flowing through Curve. Right. You know, and so early on when I started to do uh, uh, yield farming and looking at trying to actually generate an income from my DeFi investments as opposed to just token go up, you know, which is fine too, Um but I just wanted to make some income off of it and, and generate real money or at least real crypto. Um, so, you know, I, that's why I first looked into this. And it's like they have an enormous amount of fees they generate every day, you know, and and there's a lot of protocols that can't really say that. Um, but anyway, that, again, uh, that's a little bit of sidebar. 
So the next innovation after Curve is, and let me go ahead and change my screen here really quick um, because, you know, I'm I'm trying to, to get all this stuff. Uh, let's see. There's another tab. It is another protocol called Convex, which uh, basically is built on top of, uh, you see that? Are we up? Okay. Yep, we are good. Cool. Convex kind of took it another step, and actually, some of the devs from Curve helped them design this. And basically, this is kind of the next step because if you think of the next step from liquidity pools, it's taking your LP tokens and farming them. So. Convex is basically all of those LP tokens you get when you deposit money into a curve, AMM. Um, this is where you go to farm them, you know, is in the convex. And and so basically they're 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 working with curve to to provide a, an additional amount of I mean they're they're actually incenting people and I, I it's kind of there's a cart before the horse on this one. What Convex saw is, is that these vote-enabled curve tokens could decide who basically, how much money is, or how, how, how many curve tokens are awarded to what liquidity pool, right? The gauge that I was talking about. Well, Convex decided and gamified and strategized that says, our goal is to own as much curve locked tokens as possible and basically control the gauge. That's why they're called the Kingmaker because uh, I think uh, I will get to another tab that, that shows the stats and we can go over there, but they control 55% of all curve tokens that are locked in that protocol. That's billions of dollars. And so basically whoever they want to award this gauge to, they can. It's And that's an important point on governance to understand yes. is that you know we often we often think of a governance token as like a useless token right. sometimes. I know early on some people were like, Well, what is a governance token? Like the Uniswap token, it's just a governance token. Why is it so valuable? But this ability, especially in this context, to control fifty-five percent of the liquidity that's on a platform is tremendously powerful. It's essentially the, a form of political power expressed over a financial application because it's a voting mechanism that can be much like a hostile takeover of a corporation. You can buy up public shares of a company, much like maybe Elon Musk has been talking about for Twitter, to gain control over an asset like a protocol which generate fee, generates fee revenues. Right. So this is a tremendous power dynamic that Convex has. Right. And and so Convex, and I'll, I'll just show you... Um, uh, the current, the, if you if you take your curve tokens and convert them to one of the things I, I didn't cover on curve, you can lock them up to four years, and that will give you the highest amount of boost on whatever liquidity pool you're in. Um, but those are locked in there. That's a time lock. You can't use that as liquidity, or you can't use it as collateral anyplace else other than. You can take uh, well that that's the, the the VE curve. You can with your LP tokens, obviously, um, but it's locked away, and there's nothing you can do. You just collect the money and the fees from from Curve, 
and uh, you know, just go on your merry way. Hopefully, the reason why you locked it for such a long period is you actually have pools that you have money in that you're actually getting boosted returns on. Uh, if you do that and you don't, it's... But with bribes, <laughs> now protocols, those protocols say... I'll, I'll use Frax because that's my favorite one. You know, So Frax has a liquidity pool uh, of Frax and, say, USDC on... Uh, on, on curve. Well, Frax is one of these protocol-owned liquidity t uh, stable coins that, you know, if they get a percentage of those curve tokens, it goes to everybody in that pool. But they own the pool. So they get all of them. So basically what they do is it's a bribe. All you people who vote every, I think it's every two weeks, um, we're going to set aside a million dollars, $2 million, $10 million, how much ever it is, and says, those people that vote the gauge for us will get an equal share of the, the, the pot of money, the bribe that we get. So if you just have, and this is a case where you would have the token, you don't even have anything in a liquidity pool. You're just collecting bribes, you know, and... uh it's, and so by collecting the bribe, you have to vote the way that they're telling right. you they want yeah. you to vote. Yeah, you just say, so, because you have a choice, you can allocate your votes and break it up between 10 gauges if you want to, or you can put 100% mm -hmm. in one, which is what Frax wants you to do. It's like, put 100% on us, and we'll t there's a snapshot of the vote, and we'll see how many people voted, how many of their tokens for this, and we will split the pie up, and whatever that piece is, it's yours. You know, and that's you're like, well, that's I don't know. I think some people find that to be uh, uh, I don't know. It's not very democratic, but actually it's ultimately very democratic. Um, it is ultimately. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways to slice it. But um, it kind of reminds me of the liquidity incentives where you're rewarded in the native token for it's it's the traditional liquidity mining mechanism. However, it's now it's more like governance mining right. incentivized liquidity, because, right? Because, you're, you're basically saying... Because what they did, and this is why this whole bribe thing took off, because, say, if we go back to last August, and um, and I actually, I think this was the first video I did, was on the avalanche, uh, uh, you know, rush that they did. You know, and what they did is they went to Curve and said... Okay, we have these liquidity pools. We want we want you to be on the Avalanche platform. So, you know, port your 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 protocol over and accessible to Avalanche. And we have some liquidity pools that we want to start up because, being a new protocol, they needed liquidity. So they just took tremendous. I, I don't know how many hundreds of billions of dollars that they spent. To okay, so if you are in this liquidity pool on Curve, on top of the Curve rewards, we're going to pay you twenty percent yield uh, in AVAX tokens. Well, that's fine until the money runs out, right? Um, and it's a yeah. short-term thing, and when that goes away, the liquidity goes away, and you're back to square one, right? The incentives are gone. Nobody wants to participate. They take their money out and go someplace else. Typical yield farming, or 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 whatever it might be. We call them liquidity locusts. They come in and suck up all the liquidity, and then they move on to the next right, liquidity. Right, And so what uh, protocols finally figured out, and Frax was one of them, 
and there's many other ones. I, I pick them because they're my favorite. But they go, we can bribe people with their own token in that liquidity pool or, you know, or, or pay them an incentive, or we can bribe them to vote to give us. And they found out it was tremendously more efficient just to bribe people. They got way more bang for their buck. Their money went a lot further. It wasn't until the program was over in three months and the liquidity dried up and everybody went someplace else. Um, you know, I I vote every two weeks and we'll get into how that actually happens. But, you know, um, yeah, I'm not going anywhere as long as these bribes are coming at me. I'm not taking my money out. I think I think you're very much like most people who are involved in this. So so talk us through if somebody's listening to this and they're like, OK, I get this idea of bribes. Um, I want to get some exposure to these tokens that let me earn just by showing up to work every two weeks to vote a certain right. Way, right? So, so show us, show us, Don, what's the catch? Where do we start? Yeah. What's, what's the first? Well, you, there's curve and I do not, I'm not a vote enabled curve holder. I have not locked away my tokens with them. I use the convex platform, which basically you swap your curve for CV, uh, CV, CRV CVX, it's a it's a, a token um, that is basically one to one, and and what this does is is for for convex they get the curve token, they immediately go to curve and lock it up. So that's how they got fifty five percent of the votes because people mm-hmm. went over here and said, well, uh, you know, here's it, it's 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 earning forty one percent right now, you know, that's. Um, I guess, well, I guess I can't. I can't do that. Anyway, it's it's earning forty one percent. When I I started doing convex, probably almost a year. I guess it'll be a year ago in May. It started out at seventy percent. Now, what they what that what that reward is made up of are actually curve tokens, CVX tokens, and probably ten to fifteen percent of that return is in a. Curve three pool, which is basically Dai USDC and USDT, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all stable. You're actually getting paid a stable coin return. There's no problem of whether the the you know you, well Curve token might go down, CVX token might go down. So is that really a forty one percent return? Well, part of that is in stable points, which is really a great thing. So I just started. I just started. First, by by investing that way, I, I thought seventy percent return was great, um, and I didn't really pay much attention to it. It's just, I just, as you can see, your uh, you know total claimable there. You know, it just it just goes up like clockwork, and it's just you just watch it. It's almost gamified, and and uh, everything's great. And then you can claim them from time to time if you want to. You can let them build up. Uh, there's a number of things you can do with those. But what happened is that Convex, after I think it was, uh, when was this? It was probably last fall. They go, why don't we do exactly what Curve did? And you take your CVX tokens, their native token, and lock it up. And we'll give you the ability to vote on gauges of our farms. So it's see, it's kind of that next level, you know. Curve was incentivizing liquidity pools, 
and engaging that, well, all, all, all convex is, which is basically taking those liquidity tokens and basically doing the same thing. If you, if you vote for this liquidity pool token and, uh, uh, you know, we'll boost your return. It's basically copying the same thing that, that, uh, that Curve did. And, and the bribes are the same. It's, it's, it's a mechanism the same. You vote for this guy, you're going to get, you know, uh, whatever they're bribing, you know. And what does that guy get? They get boosted returns, you know. So it's kind of this, it, it's kind of the next iteration. And, and I was really great with that. I'm like, that's kind of cool. You know, but I didn't know who to vote for, and then I didn't really understand the mechanisms really well. And it's like because it's kind of hard to gauge. Well, they're offering. Yeah, voter. They're offering voter apathy is tough. Yeah, people just like they don't know where to pick. You know, I, I I'm in so many different DAOs that I'm just like I I don't even really care sometimes. Right, you know? but you're getting paid to vote, so you have to pick something, right? <laughs> And then, exactly. So then when you create that incentive, especially like with things being on chain and snapshots being taken, sometimes you never know what type of activity you're doing could be rewarded. But now with bribes, you know exactly what type of behavior to be incentivized right, for. Right. So, so, you know, and then, you know, the, the only problem is that it creates a problem because, you know, this is on the Ethereum blockchain. Gas is expensive, you know, and, 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 Although this uh, there's no gas uh, for changing your vote, but still you're you're going you got and I'll show you in a minute. Um, so there is another protocol, you know, that's chaining together. If you see it's curved, then it's convex, and now we have another protocol which it's called Vodium, and I'll I'll uh, I'll switch over to that um, here. Let's see, Vodium. Okay. Yeah, you should have that up there. Yep. There so it is. basically Volume. what they do is, you know, you can vote every two weeks on convex or you can delegate your 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 voting power to Vodium. They'll do the calculations, they'll determine what's the most profitable bribes, and 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 then you'll you know you'll you'll get the whatever formula they came up with of of tokens that you should receive. So here's here's just some of mine in there and I haven't uh, there's too small of amounts because I only think I did it one or two rounds and I'm like, well, okay, you know, I got $60 here, $70 there and it goes down. There's probably 10 tokens. I have the Alchemix tokens and Tribe tokens and you know, but they're so small. I can't I can't even claim them, you know, because the gas would, you know, be 10 times more. I have some old tribe tokens that I'm, I'm too embarrassed to look at because of all that. <laughs> well, yeah, I understand. Um, so, yeah. so I'm like, well, this is kind of great, but it's also, it, it, it wasn't getting me anywhere. Right. You know, it's like, I'll just go back to the old voting and just put a hundred percent on, uh, for MIM tokens or whatever and see, I don't know if that's efficient, but that's a collateral. I would get all of my, my vote so it would amount to something that I could actually claim and actually have some money left over at, at the end, right mm. after I paid gas. And that's been months ago and it was really expensive. So it was like, uh, just let it ride. Um, so 
this is a great thing. Delegating your voting, they optimize, you know, they take like 2%, right? But, you know, they optimize for the best combinations and do all the work for you. Obviously, you have to, you know, hope they're doing a good job and somebody's not bribing them, right? They probably are. I don't know. Um, <laughs> hope nobody's listening from there. That's nothing personal. Um, so, so uh, the next the next iteration, which I think is the coolest part, and I'll switch to it. It's called the Llama Air Force, and and Curve is uh, they're kind of they they have they have a their meme is the llama, right? You know. So um, let me see here. Let's try to switch this over. Uh, the Llama Air Force. There we are. And um, let me see here. Can you see that? Convex Finance, TFAQ. Yes. And I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and roll through this. So what this does is it, it, it hooks in with, with Vodium. And it basically says, okay, whatever Vodium says, we'll take all of your, all of your, uh, your tokens. And there may be 10 of them, depending how the dispersion of the votes is. And it's optimal, right? And what we're going to do... We're going to take all of those, and since they have a lot of people that are interested in doing that, you can you can you can be paid out whatever you want in one transaction instead of converting ten coins over one at a time and paying gas. So this is really efficient, um, uh, and so that's what they do now. Just to kind of summarize a little, kind of going back to curve. Um, and I talked about staking your CVX and getting that 42% that we saw in, in Convex. Um, if you lock your CVX token and basically go with the bribes, it's paying about 43%. So it's about the same. And a while back, when I started seeing these bribes, I had most of my money over here in the staked uh, CVX CRV side. I, actually, everything was there. And I split I split my bag down the middle and started going for the bribes, and that was probably about a month or two ago. Uh, thankfully, I did. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so so that's how the the APY or APR actually on this is is done. But here's kind of some of the stats. Um, there's 444 million dollars worth of curve permanently locked in its contract, uh, and it continues continues sees a rate of about. They're adding about 40, uh, 40 million curve every month. Uh, so they're just growing. Convex itself has uh, 16 billion in TVL. You know, that's not that far behind curve, you know, and they control 55% of the voting power. So they're, that's why they're called the DeFi Kingmaker because uh, they, they actually are the ones that are, that are, they control curve in, you know, through the voting. So they basically, <laughs> tell curve where to you know incentivize these gauges i mean they have that much power um so let's see i don't th i don't know if there's anything else in here that's um you know but 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 convex itself you know uh they do about 48 million dollars a month in revenue and you know half a billion dollars annually um from all of their activities which i think is pretty pretty decent um, let's see. Here's Vodium. Here, here's the the union, uh, which is um, this is where they consolidate all of your tokens 
and then you can withdraw it however you want to withdraw it. You can CVX, CRV, you can go ahead and relock your CVX. So when you claim your tokens from this, this protocol, um, then it's that's why they call it the flywheel. Then you just start all the way over at the beginning of the flywheel and dump it back in, and it just continues to to uh, uh, produce. One cool thing that they do: uh, these claims are just aren't just sitting here, right? This is accumulated, uh, you know, a week or two worth of rewards, you know, three hundred bucks. But they have these compounders; they call them pounders, uh, and those are they're, those are doing about fifty one percent APY on your your bribes. Um, because they're reinvesting, you know, they're, they're doing the same thing. Right. Um, so it's kind of this whole ecosystem that has evolved. And let me go ahead and get back to, uh, to the, to the video part. This is a whole ecosystem and evolved from curve, the OG to some really bright guys at convex and say, well, there's all these LP tokens out there. Why don't we farm them? Why don't we, why don't we go ahead and control the voting power of Curve because it is a governance-run organization when it comes to directing which way their incentives go, and uh, you know, so they 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 stepped in about a year ago, and then Vodium came in and added a whole layer, which is the bribe layer, and then in comes the Llama Air Force, and they're basically opt they're they're this capitally efficient, right? You don't have to cash out all you know if you got hundreds of millions of dollars and you know even the small tokens add up to a lot that's fine but for the average person or even not the average person i mean uh it's just gas efficient and because it's only one conversion at the end and you get a pick between three or four different uh you know tokens all in the ecosystem which again starts that so llama air force is a good spot for somebody who's maybe a small time farmer and they want just one step right. and to not worry about gas. Right. We don't want to have to claim CVX and we don't want to have to claim an Alchemix token. And, you know, because there's decisions made, is, is this a valuable token? I'll just hold on to it. Ah, no, let's just cash it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot in there and, and people are looking at these, these solutions um, from DeFi. And I, the thing that I like about this this is making it, I, although I went through a lot of steps and it is very complex, uh, no doubt. This is not something easy to grasp, but there, those efforts to optimize and be gas efficient and allowing the retail investor to, uh, you know, basically be on par with the whales, you know, I mean, you're, you're not blowing all your returns on gas, you know, which... Believe me, building my bag up in curve and convex is all on Ethereum over the past year. I paid dearly in gas, you know, and but (laughs) but it's something I believed enough in and it has evolved into something that I think is very meaningful. I think it's the direction of a lot of protocols will be going to this. I spoke about Frax. I can go into a whole nother presentation how they do it. Um, so I, I've locked my tokens into the Frax protocol. I'm earning bribes there. I'm earning bribes here. And, um, so that's my main focus right now. I've really pulled back, uh, from the DGen side and go, 
this stuff actually makes money and it makes good money, you know, and a lot of it and pretty consistently. And you know what the great thing about it is, and this is the thing that I've been talking about probably since September is all this is based on stable coins. It's not uh, other than something depegging and don't go with risky stuff that gets, you know, may get depegged and, you know, but, uh, but these are all stable coins, tried and true stable coins and with deep liquidity. So it's not, you don't have to worry about what the rest of the market is doing. You do obviously somewhat, but there's, there's, there's some insurance there that, you know, you're not going to. Oh, I've, I've been collecting, uh, you know, this token over here as an incentive for the past six months and I got a big bag and all of a sudden the bottom falls out and your 120% return that you were getting in that, you know, farm or whatever is now, you know, 10% because it's lost, you know, 90% of its value, you know, um, but these, that, that's not really what's going on here. It's, it's based on stable coins, which... You know, I'm, I'm, a, you know, I'm a few years from retirement, and I, I, I keep reminding people, and uh, I talk to the guys at Decent Dow about this, and you know, they're, they're wanting to know how to get uh, older folks involved in crypto, and what are the, how do we get them into DeFi, and it's like, it's stable. Start with stable coins. It's stable coins. It's a stable return. Yeah. It's a better return than they can get in the traditional world. It's much less risky. Um, but as you can see, the returns here can can actually be pretty sizable. So um, take some homework, take some study. Um, but I, I think it's a a, a a worthy path for somebody to take if if uh, you know they're not like myself. You know, I, I'm a I, I'm not an NFT guy. I mean, I'm a boomer. It just it's not ever really going to resonate with me as it does younger people. And believe me, as you know, uh, there's a ton of money there to be made, you know, but um, like everything in DeFi, there are so many different things you can go down the rabbit hole and then you'll just never go anywhere because you're just chasing rabbits and you just need to you just need to stick with one rabbit hole and not chase a bunch of rabbits uh, in other holes and just I would encourage concentrate your time, your energy, your research yes. in one area and be good at it. Because if you're going to be diversified and a jack of all trades, um, no, uh, maybe some whales can pull that off because they have uh, a little bit more to play with. But for the average guy, just whatever resonates with you, whatever you understand the most and, 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 and strikes your fancy, go for it, get good at it, build some conviction and do it. Uh, That's so true. Build your niche, build your specialized knowledge and don't get caught up in like chasing the new thing all the time. Right. Because as John just said here for our audience, like this is a new concept that really isn't new anymore. Right. Like, like these types of concepts have been around in the tried and true within DeFi a couple of years, which is like light years for DeFi timeline. And if you think about the opportunity cost that's lost chasing the next NFT pump, if you're not particularly sophisticated or have a methodology for, for catching those returns, you're missing out on this stable and consistent return that was at 70% is maybe pulled down back to 40%. But still, if your money had been invested there for the past you know year and a half, instead of constantly getting lost on the next 
NFT that's dumping, you know, you're you're in a position where you would have been better off. Right. Maybe just having right. a and, positive approach know, that's special. As as with anything, you know, there's no guarantee this these bribe met I and I've and I I keep picking at it. It's like, so how is this gonna unwind? How is this gonna not work anymore? And what signs should I look out for that maybe it's time to pull back or um, but, you know, I haven't found that. I'm going to continue to look. I'm just going to be cautious. But I think that with the stablecoin approach, there's much less risk of getting rugged, so to speak. Uh, you know, uh, these are all tried and true protocol. Well, uh, Convex and, and Curve are these these other two, but they're really pass-throughs. They're really not, uh, you know, they're not really putting what you've earned at risk. Now, they could steal it, obviously, you know, but... Um, there's a lot of eyes on it and a lot of people invested in it that uh, are top quality people. So uh, I'm not too worried about that. But um, as with anything, there's risk, right? You know, it's not financial advice, but uh, this is how I've done it. This is so I just wanted to share what I've learned and what's possible out there without taking tremendous risk. And uh, I just thought it was a, 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 you know, a good time for it. I think, you know, uh, I don't, yeah, I agree, John. Thank you so much. Like, I learned a lot here, actually. I mean, I've always been familiar with Curve and uh, Convex to a lesser extent, but this was, you know, something that I think people need to really think about for if they're looking, I think I can kind of describe the investor profile. If you're looking for something tried and true with extremely deep liquidity with some exciting incentivizes, incentives that are built into this governance bribing mechanism, you can find a way to do some pretty uh, rewarding and consistent yields that aren't getting inflate away, inflated away by a declining token price. Because like John has mentioned, these are stable coin yields. Uh, obviously, sometimes there's curve in there and other assets as well. But uh, generally speaking, these are more stable. Right. And, you know, and that's why they've, you know, they, I guess it's been probably six months. They've, they've dubbed this the curve wars because all these protocols that own their own liquidity, that, that basically own the liquidity pool on curve, or a large portion of it is the way that they they wanted they want to lock as many curve tokens like Convex did. They're all wanting the piece same piece of the pie, so that just kind of perpetuates. And it is a bit of a gamification between these protocols because you know it's like because you'll see because they have I think the voting period is like a week long and uh, and they'll start posting bribes you know and it's like. Do you post early and then somebody one-ups you? Do you wait to the last minute and bribe and then and the number goes way up? Um, it's actually fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's like poker or game theory. It's very, uh, you got to base your move based on what someone else is right, doing. Right, right. You know, so, uh, you know, uh, like over on, on Frax uh, with the FXS, the uh, voting lock token and, and their gauges over there, um, you know, the... The only, the only, the only, there's only a couple protocols that have started, but it's going to, it's going to start going more. But Temple was one of them, you know, and I've been, uh, you know, I collected a few of those myself uh, the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's something, it's interesting, you know, even if the bribes never came around, I was sitting there with CRV, CVX making 70 or down to 40% now, you know, and it's like, if it never would have gotten to bribes, I would have been perfectly okay. 
but this is just a little flavor on top and it's competition between protocols which is also always healthy you know um so it's all good it's all good so john if somebody wanted to take just the first step of getting on this you would recommend going to llama air force Mm -hmm. and what would be their first step well that that's basically where you would end you would you would want to start on the convex platform and kind of devise a strategy or you know or do you have an interest in getting a boosted yield off of uh, a, a liquidity pool that you might have or a liquidity pool token off of. it all it all originates in curve and flows through so i would say get get familiar with curve understand you know what they're doing there and it all proceeds from there now i took a shortcut and started at convex and just just bought their token and started going and you can do that you can literally probably the quickest shortcut is just to buy cvx tokens and lock them in uh the the convex platform and start voting and start earning money and and a decent return on top of that so so yeah it's uh that's the shortcut. Yeah. But, you know, I really did want to take it all the way from the beginning through the end. So people knew, you know, this wasn't a five minute alpha, you know, bit boy, buy CBX token, bribe, <laughs> bribe. No, I wanted to give you some background and why this ecosystem actually works and why it's probably going to be around a long time. So. And that's what we try to do here, John, is we want to maybe understand a little bit more at a fundamental level, what actually is going on. Cause this isn't just a simple, like here, try to make a quick 40x and you don't know how or why right. if you understand why these things are happening under the hood you can make a little bit more of an informed decision so i hope this is helpful for our audience um if you have questions about this of course we'd encourage you to join our discord group and ask john ask the man himself uh farmer john our yield farmer who's absolutely crushing it in the yield farming stablecoin space so uh definitely encourage everyone to check that out uh we'll post links to all of these in our description of this john is there anything else you want to add i think that's about it uh it went went well went well. All right, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, John, for all your help on this and for educating.